You're listening to Reclaiming the Woman in You Beyond Motherhood Podcasts, where you learn how to fall back in love with yourself, get your fire back even after having kids, and feel so confident that you go after your wildest dreams. I'm your host, Camille Busson-Thompson, sex, love, and empowerment coach for mothers. Hey mama, so this is the second episode of the Simplify and Sexify Your Life in 2020. So this is a series of seven consecutive episodes that will each focus on a different element and will help you to shift how you relate to yourself and others. We're going to have a guest for each of them, but we're going to give you something practical at the end of each episode. So based on what we're talking about in this episode, you need to do this one thing to implement it. And if you do all seven, you'll be able to revolutionize your life. You'll be able to have a different relationship to yourself, to your mind, to your body, your emotions, a different relationship to your sexuality and the way you communicate with your partner, relationship to space and time. So with less stress, more clarity, energy and confidence for what truly matters to you. So it's time to shift back the focus on you, Mama. If you've been involved with motherhood up until now, up until your neck, and you feel like it's a time for a shift, 2020 is the year that you're going to say yes to yourself and to your own desires. And I want to be supporting you into that and inviting you to bring that simplicity and that sexy energy on last week we chatted about how we relate to our thoughts and how to deal with our mind drama and this week today I wanted to bring the conversation to the relationship we have with our body and how we love or not love accept or not accept how we look and feel towards our body when we talk about self-love we often include how we relate to our body but it's one thing to say love yourself um, love your body but it's another one to actually make it a practice so it start to sink in so it start to be a reality and this is not an easy one this is a journey and we're all women in that journey of accepting how we look Loving yourself means loving all parts of yourself, your humanity, not just the shiny parts, the ones that get praised, but also the ones that you're trying to hide, the bad and the ugly. Loving your body fully also means loving all of you in the same way. So it's so powerful to stop fighting with yourself internally and with reality and really come to a depth of love and again it doesn't mean that you're shaping every experience to be loving nor that you're supposed to go inside and transform all your thoughts into loving thoughts it means meeting every experience thought sensation and reality with love but not trying to control or change it It's about allowing yourself to love all the parts of you and allowing the experience to have a flavor of love. So I know it may sound a bit theoretical and I want to come with some practice to make it a concrete reality for you. 
But first, let's acknowledge that the society we're living in has put so much pressure on how to look a certain way that all of us carry residue and conditioning around how we feel that we're fitting in this box of beauty or not. And that is something we all have to take into consideration. We are judging ourselves, criticizing ourselves all the time. And it's something you might be aware, not aware. You might think, oh no, I'm never criticizing how I look. But we do, we all do. That's how we've all been conditioned. So if you're 100% loving towards all the, all the parts in you, well done. But if you're still struggling with some part or struggling a lot, then just welcome to the party. We're all on the same train, on the same journey, but there are concrete steps. There are concrete tools that helps you get over to the other side. There's steps that helps you just remove layers after layers and see the beauty in you. So it's a shift that takes practice. And today I have someone special that is a dear friend of mine, Mary DeLuna. Mary DeLuna is a women's empowerment coach. And she's here to talk to us about how we relate to our body. And she's also a nutritionist. So she's got an interesting point of view and tips for us to get better at just accepting all of us. So hey Camille, thank you so much for having me here. I'm super excited myself. Yeah, and I wanted to ask you today to come on that podcast episode because we're talking about the relationship to our body and you're a women's empowerment coach, but you also worked um, as a nutritionist and you have all that background around, you know, relationship to the food that we eat. Mm -hmm. And to me, the way we relate to our body is how we talk to ourselves, but also how we feed ourselves, what we do, how we self-care, how we nurture ourselves with uh, food and also with just love and attention. So I really was yeah. keen to invite you to talk about that because I know that you have lots of wisdom to share. I would love to start asking you about your own journey and how you're feeling about the journey to being at peace with your body, loving all the parts. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And so the way I started studying um, all of this self-development was because of I was craving for my own healing. And so I, um, I was a person who wasn't eating very healthy. Um, and I understood that nutrition really informed the way we think and the way we act. And uh, from there, it informs our behaviors. Everything becomes a habit. Um, I wasn't, my thought around it wasn't that developed back then, but I knew I had to do something for myself. And so I started looking into functional nutrition. So functional nutrition looks at all aspects. So uh, food as medicine and uh, food as in the source of, you know, the, what we put in our mouths, but also what nurtures you, which is, you know, the way um, you manage stress and exercise or movement or what you choose to to watch you know instead of watching the news watching something that actually 
influences it, influences you in a good way. And so that's what uh, functional nutrition talks about your antecedents. So, you know, what your mom and dad um, may have suffered from or still suffering from and some of those genes how will be passed on to you, but not necessarily be expressed because we have epigenetics. And without going too much into detail, I, I understood that I had to do something for myself to, to heal. And so that's why I started looking into nutrition. I was suffering with uh, hormonal issues and that I, I, I saw how my body was responding, but not only my body, but my thinking, my emotions, and the way I related to others and to myself. And so then I light bulb went on. I was like, okay, there is something here to, to dig deeper. And so I, that's how I went from nutrition. And then I studied other things that actually contribute to how we relate to ourselves and to our environments and our other relationships. Mm. Yeah, this is so yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, so now you work especially with women suffering from low libido so mm -hmm. you know and helping them get to an epic sex life and i love that because this is also like one of my mission to empower women and mothers especially to like um be really at peace with their sexuality and to not have you know shame or all that conditioning and to me a key thing basically to have great sex you have to accept your body completely or maybe not completely but you need the more you're at peace with your body the more you'll be uh, thriving in your sexuality mm. and yes I, I have lots of women who are struggling with that as well around me and how do you help make that shift around loving all parts accepting all parts even the hard to love parts Yeah, yeah, this is such a lovely question. And to be honest with you, it took me a long time to understand the concept of self-love. I kept hearing it, seeing it on quotes, on memes, and everybody was talking about self-love. And I'm like, but how? How do you love yourself and accept yourself the way you are? I mean, and it, it, it has been a journey for me to really grasp and embody the concept of self-love. And it's something I continue to, to practice and to discover. And, and I, the rewards for doing this work is that I fall deeper and deeper in love with myself. And um, it opens my heart to receive and to give. And um, I, it is also my mission to tell women that this is, this is our our birthright and that's another kind of cliche term but it's so so true mm -hmm. and so i can tell you i was one of those women who wanted to look a certain way uh who wanted to weight a certain amount of pounds and it was just the uh, social conditioning right we look at social media or where parents uh, have told us and i was just one of those women And I struggled a lot with body image, a lot, a lot. And so for me, the journey started with being so sick that I started getting quiet and listening to those, those messages 
Um, I do have three type of autoimmune conditions and autoimmunity has to do with your own body attacking itself. Mm. And so it feels as if your body is uh, betraying you. And so for me, it was very confusing. And I'm like, why if I'm doing all of this, I'm taking care of myself, I'm eating healthy, I'm moving my body, I'm trying to, you know, have good thoughts and all of this. And why is still my body not working uh, or being my friend and, you know, trying to make me feel good. And so I really put it to work the concept of self-love. And um, yeah, I, I think it's such a loaded uh, term, but it starts with, for me, it started with having so much love and compassion for who I am, seeing myself at that little, like that little precious little girl uh, that lives within all of us and loving her so, so much and so deeply. And if I didn't receive that from anybody else, if any, if no one else gave me that time and dedication and devotion, who else, who else better than me? Mm. Who else better than me? And then when I started looking, I did a lot of mirror work and I, um, I love this type of work because it, it, it could be really tough to look uh, yourself in the mirror naked um, and appreciate every single part of you, mm. even though to, the, to your eyes, it may seem that those parts are not to your standards. And so to be there and to sit with those emotions that come up when you may look at a certain um, body part and still just sitting with that emotion that says, oh, that doesn't look good, but then bringing that softness and that compassion and that inner love that we all have tapping into that. And it may not happen for a few times. It may not happen the first time or the second time. It is a practice. Then eventually you will feel that little piece of inner love come up like a bubble and then all of a sudden you feel like, oh my God, this is me and I am beautiful and I, I deserve love from myself. It is, it is a complete shift and it's a very, it could be a very slow process, but it's so, so, so rewarding. So beautiful, incredibly beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I love that type of work, mirror work. It takes courage. It's hard at the beginning. I, in my own experience, I've, I've struggled with uh, doing that. And also the first few times I did that years ago, I felt a bit silly, to be honest. It was like, why are you looking at yourself? And why are you, you know, it felt all fake. And, but it's true. It's, it's a, it's, you have to be so patient with that and keep at it. And it actually shifts. And then you start like looking at yourself and like really seeing like, you're just gorgeous, you know, you just want to kiss yourself. You're like, yes, yes. And it's not vanity. It's a different type of, of connection with, you know, the, the inner part of us. And I love that you tapped into that and mentioned the, your inner girl and all the relationship with our inner, inner child within us. So mm -hmm. it's a therapeutic term, but it's so important in the work that we do to, to keep, it, it helps to, with the compassion that you mentioned. I really like that when we can see that within us, we, something melts 
we soften and we can like, okay, tap into that inner love that is present in all of us. So yes, thank you for bringing that up and sharing that practice. Yes. So a lot of moms that I'm working with are suffering from being disconnected after giving birth or a few years in motherhood, just not being into their central selves, being Mm -hmm. disconnected from their, their desire to have sex or even to self-pleasure. So it's not necessarily with someone. And so I have tools and I work with those, but also I'm curious about the nutrition part and how you can play with that to add things or to help with the hormones. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, Nutrition um, definitely influences physiology and physiology will influence behavior. So um, we all know that we are what we eat. And it's partly true. It is partly true. But it, is, it actually does influence um, your hormones. And so the first thing that I have learned is to uh, sugar is not our friend. It's actually our enemy. And as we uh, approach age of 35 for women, we start entering the, um, a phase that is called perimenopause which is before menopause. And that may last about 10 years from 35 through 45 in average. And then we may enter you know, the final phase of menopause, which may last another 10 years. And so our bodies are con- constantly changing, especially after birth. Our hormones have gone through massive changes. And so um, you know, a good way that... It, in society here in America, we are so used to having so much sugar in our foods and processed foods and as part of our standard diet. As a matter of fact, the American standard diet, it, it, the abbreviation is SAD. So standard American diet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a SAD diet. And it's very, very sad because it's mostly sugar and processed foods. Yeah, And yeah. so those are your ultimate enemy uh, for our hormones. And so there, I mean, I invite, again, I invite people to look into the source of what the foods they're putting into their bodies and treating their bodies are sacred temples. Um, And so if you come from that thinking, it would be easier for us to choose foods that are actually nurturing to us. And so, yes, I do have protocols that I, uh, you know, have my women uh, work uh, through and, you know, like a way to eliminate sugar. It could be a little tedious because, again, it's part of our standard diets, but it is so possible, very, very possible. And you would see changes in your behavior and physiology as soon as in two weeks, which is mind-boggling when you uh, make some adjustments to your diet and when you talk about eliminating sugar you mean also so just also natural sugar like the sugar in the fruits and all of that or do you just talk about refined sugar that is added and all of that yes i mean i mostly it's refined processed Mm -hmm. sugars and foods uh, but also eliminating um some of the fruits that are more on the high glycemic index, like yeah. bananas. Uh, so berries are your friend. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a, it has too, but <laughs> looking at the glycemic index, it is key. And so, mm-hmm. you know, not substituting um, smoothies for juices because juices are stripped of the fiber. Yes. So it is straight sugar. It goes into your bloodstream. It will. And so, yes, we aim for blood sugar yeah. balance to mm-hmm. have a balanced blood sugar, and that will be the simplest step to balance your hormones mm. now for women who have more of a imbalance with their hormones there are other protocols but you know starting with sugar balancing will be the first step mm-hmm. yes so for someone who's struggling with low libido uh, cutting down the sugar amount will have an effect on the libido as well correct yes yeah. i mean it's a multifactorial um approach to libido and so it's not just you know cutting or minimizing the amount of sugars that you that you intake but also your lifestyle um sleep is key when it comes to hormonal balance Mm. um as as we age as we enter you know 35 and older you will see that there are there will be sleep patterns that are will change Mm-hmm. And so we need to really like be conscious about how we sleep. <laughs> and I know for myself when I, when I don't sleep well, I am a wreck. Yeah. So you would, you would actually see it in your emotions are affected when you don't sleep well. Yeah. And that, that's an issue with um, early motherhood when the children still like wake mm-hmm. up at night and come into your bed and try, you have to wake up to bring them back or just like, so yeah, the parents yeah. are tired and the sleep is very sacred. So yes, that does, definitely has an impact on the quality of your energy, including your, your desire, your libido as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about the JDEG for a moment because yeah. you also work with the JDEG and yes. the impact on the libido. And in my experience, this is one of the best boosters. This is a, a tool that I use a lot with my client because mm-hmm. um, it can unlock so much, you know, so much tension, so much um, healing. And then you can be more in touch with that natural energy. And that yeah. also works on the hormones and has impact. So do you do you work with the the jdeg or do you recommend it what's your your experience with it yes 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 all the yeses to the jdeg the jdeg is um magical (laughs) it is magical i experienced that for myself um i to be honest with you i experienced some libido issues in my early 30s and it was due to my um my nutrition and I was having some thyroid issues back then. And then after that, it was okay, like average, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if there's no average, but it was, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. When I started experimenting with the jade egg, it was okay. So this is the normal now. Um, and I wish every, every woman uh, would have the opportunity to, to give this gift to themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we hear so many stories for women who have been in long-term relationships that, oh, it's okay that your libido kind of subsides. It's okay that that fire, that desire kind of dies down towards, the, towards you know, the end or after some time that you've been together with your partner. Mm-hmm. And that is not true. We know that. 
We know that it is, you know, a fire that we need as women. We keep it stoked for ourselves. We keep feeding that fire to keep ourselves simmering. Mm. And so I find that the Jade Egg is a beautiful way to, you know, have a, a practice with our sexuality and uh, to keep that low simmer fire going. Yes. Keep the fire going. Yes. 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 <laughs> love I yeah. love that tool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And I, I want also for you to share offers or what programs are you creating? Yes. So I do have a, a program. It's called the Liberated Woman. Um, enrollment will be open around mid-February. And for now, people can follow me on Luna underscore empowered on Instagram. And Mari is a trauma-informed women's empowerment coach. So I briefly wanted to ask you, what does that mean exactly to be a trauma-informed coach? Yes. And uh, yeah, to answer the question, it, it is kind of a new term relatively. And it doesn't mean that I treat trauma. Uh, to be trauma-informed means that I have taken in consideration what triggers trauma for somebody, number one. Number two, my, I aim to create a safe space. And so I have studied a few ways to um, bring safety into our coaching relationship. And so uh, it's always an invitation. It's never a commandment. And so when, when we are safe with somebody, that's when we can go deep. And so that's what th that term means. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's so important. I mean, it's so important. The, the safety part I see is so important. So really the invitation, I love that you bring that into your work uh, mm -hmm. with women. Yeah. And before we go, if, um, if it's appropriate, I would like to share just a quick tip yes. for women um, just regarding pleasure. I mean, that is the, the theme that I am running, uh, you know, in my, in my, in the current moment. And I invite women to diversify the sources of pleasure. And so, because sometimes we think that, you know, we're tired from a day of work and we come home and we want to sit and drink wine and have some chocolate and watch TV. And that is, our, you know, our, the reward that we give ourselves. And so what I invite women is to find many multiple ways in which we can give ourselves pleasure throughout the day. So dancing and, you know, after taking a shower, just lusciously and taking just the time to put the lotion and the oils to do our hairs and our makeup, um, during, you know, our commute, if we're, if we're driving to listen to beautiful music, you know, and, and just finding different ways that we can, uh, have pleasure throughout the day mm. and not just have a few, you know, here and there, but have plenty to choose from. Mm. I and love so that. that yeah, yeah, that is an invitation. Yeah, I love that invitation. Thank you for bringing that up. I love the idea of to diversify because it is true. We always go back to the same thing that we know will comfort us. So this is good. Yes. Well, Beautiful. thank you for that. I, I really love that. 
And thank you for coming in and sharing your beautiful self with us. And yes, I'm so, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much, Camille. I loved it. So I have promised you three things today, not just one, but three things that you can do to help you and how you can concretely start to love all parts of your body and shift that relationship that you have with yourself. So those three steps towards loving your body are number one, self-inquiry. So we all feed negative self-talk. The first step is for you to get aware of how much, you know, on the scale of zero to 10, how bad are you negative self-talking about how you look? How bad are you judging, criticizing how you look? And it could be just that one part of you that gets criticized over and over again. So then you want to ask yourself some key questions to bring in uh, your truth about that. How do I do this? So ask yourself, how do you do this? Is this like every time you see yourself in the mirror? And then the second question is, why do I do this? It's a good question. Yes, it might be your conditioning, but why do you do this? Okay. Once you get clarity on those two points, how do I do this and why do I do this? Ask yourself, what would it look like for me to love and celebrate my body and you can make it more specific if you're struggling with your belly for example what would it take what would it look like for me to love and celebrate my belly or what would it would look like for me to love and celebrate my breasts what it would look like for me to love and celebrate my ass what would it look like for me to love and celebrate my nose my hair, my teeth, my lips, anything goes. All right. So once you have clarity with those points, and for this third one, you want to get your imagination run a bit. So close your eyes, ask yourself what it would look like. And if it's really hard to visualize, because you've never done that and you don't think you can, then just asking the question will open the idea for you and you may need to ask that question to yourself again the second step so first step is clarity as always you start by a self-inquiry and you could do that with a coach but you can do that yourself and then you already have a good idea of what's the thing that is what's the main criticism that and how you're fitting them and what it would look like if you weren't doing that if you were doing the opposite so the second step is complimenting your body. This is a practice and I've talked about that before. If you're unfamiliar with that, it's okay. It's going to look weird. You're going to feel funny looking at yourself in the mirror. You don't have to go all the way naked. You can start by looking at your face every time you see yourself in the mirror and just compliment yourself, challenge yourself and set the timer. Five minutes, go. I'm complimenting all the things that I think are good and also all the things that I might not love yet. So go ahead and challenge yourself again to compliment all of you. If it helps, and you can move to other parts of your body. You can go in front of a mirror and do what Mario was talking about, this mirroring, that you get a good glance of your whole body. And then you keep doing it. And then you get into more specific parts. So 
for some of us, the connection with our sex, our vagina, our lips, our clitoris, all of that, there's no connection, there's no relationship. It's a bit of a, either disgust, shame, or just disinterest. If you feel like that about this part of your body, there's a good chance that you feel disconnected from your sexuality as well. So going there, looking at yourself with a mirror, yes, that's what I'm asking you to do. Challenge yourself again. If you've never done that, it's amazing. And look at yourself and compliment yourself. So this is what I called the loving your inner temple practice. And it's one of the practices that I have for free in my guide, how to get your fire back. If you haven't grabbed that, it's free. Just get it and try that. And then another practice that I want to invite you to do is to tap into self-love because we all have, as Mary mentioned, this innate sense of self-love inside of us. So the breast massage is a beautiful gateway for you to tap into that energy. The breast massage is a very ancient practice that is a simple massage in different directions. Again, you have all the steps in my guide. And by massaging your breasts, your breasts are linked to your chest and your heart center. This is your heart center, energy center within you. So not only you're boosting oxytocin, feel-good hormones that would just like feel super good, you're empowering yourself because this is the power center for women. And also you're telling yourself that, you know, it's okay to open to loving yourself. You're opening the self-love source. So those are the three steps. So first is get clear on what's going on, how you do that to yourself. Second step, to shift the relationship, you want to praise yourself and no one better than you for that. So you compliment yourself daily, five minutes. If it's easier for you and you feel challenged by it, you want to try, you can record yourself. And listen to that over and over every day. That can be really, really rewiring for your brain. And then the third step is just to put in place simple practices. So this breast massage, simple, five minutes, it won't take much. Or go a bit bolder and take a mirror and invite the love for your inner temple. I promise you, if you try those three steps, you put them into place, you push through your resistance, awkwardness, and you do that for like a week, seven days. Just try that. I can tell you it will shift your relationship to your body. And the first step of all that I haven't mentioned is just already the decision to do something about it. Realize that you might not be the most loving to yourself and that you could go, you're ready to go the next step. Okay, Mama, so that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you haven't catched the one on thought and or mind last week, I highly recommend for you to check that one out because I also teach something practical about how you can deal with your thoughts. And, you know, all is linked to the way that we talk to ourselves. So you can take this golden nuggets today, but also add the ones from last week and start to implement it into your life. And you will really start to simplify and sexify for real. Next week, I'm going to be going down there. Yes, we're going to talk about sexuality, sexual energy. 
jade eggs and I will also share something juicy, something practical that you can put into place to have a different relationship to your sexual energy. And thank you so much for listening in today. If you feel you want to go deeper or you want to feel supported in your journey of reclaiming who you are after children, I work with women and mothers one-on-one to help them not only get their fire back, but also rediscover who they are to redefine what they want in their life and connect to their passion itself, both in the bedroom and in their lives. I offer free calls, so simply book a call with me and I'd love to hear about you and chat with you about what's going on. Okay, have a wonderful week and talk to you next Friday.